A new dating trend called penny dating. And I think Jason Goodman has done this by accident, actually advocated for it. Mm-hmm. It is being called the most toxic dating trend of all time. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> it is. When we saw it, we thought, Jason Goodman. I mean, you did say this. This is stuff you said that helps keep women on their toes. Here's a lady on TikTok who has since gone viral, 10 plus million views talking about penny dating that she heard from another guy. Imagine a girl is a piggy bank. In order to get her interested, obviously at first... So that's the first start. Mm-hmm. A the, woman is a piggy is bank. Is a piggy bank, mm-hmm. all right? Mm-hmm. Not a human being with a soul who has parents and friends and it's maybe children. It's just an analogy. Mm-hmm. Yep, here we go. So, so you have to be feeding her $100 bills. But putting in $100 bills is a lot of work. So eventually you reduce it to 90 It's only 10%, so if she tries to bring it up, she's going to sound crazy at this point. The next thing you do is you move it back up to 95. Now, instead of feeling like she lost five, which is how she would feel if you went directly from 100 to 95, suddenly she feels like she's gained five. Basically, you just keep repeating this cycle and weaning her off your effort until you get to the point where you're giving her pennies and suddenly she's excited to receive a nickel. Mm. Uh, yeah. that That's before. a near tangent. It's not exact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't say, I don't say, I, don't, I say don't. Be generous at all, ever, for the even most in the part. beginning, in the lustful. It, it, because the b- beginning will set that bar, like she's saying. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you should set that bar that high. You got to set the bar low, and then. But you would never get her though if you yeah, if you're but, not putting any sort of effort whatsoever. No, no, effort. What well, that's the that's the yeah, analogy but here. It can't be like over the top, like at the beginning you're giving her flowers, because then it just breaks off to nothing. And it's what you need to do, in my opinion, especially if it's a long-term relationship, mm-hmm. is you just don't ever buy flowers or anything like <laughs> yes. that, ever. Mm-hmm. And then yes, out yes. of the blue, uh-huh. not when you d- did something wrong or anything like that, then you bring home the flowers. And it's so shocking to their system. Mm-hmm. And to and, and they're going to think, what did you do? I was, I was just thinking about you, that's all. That it's like an overwhelming sensation of love that actually sets you higher than when you first started. I can't decide which one's more toxic. <laughs> I really can't. Yeah, if you're purposely trying to manipulate somebody, mm-hmm. it's toxic. It's not manipulating. Yes, yes, yes. it is. If you're is. like, oh, I buy her flowers, but no, I got her some uh, two weeks ago. She's going to get used to this. Uh-huh. It's, it's That's acknowledging that people get desensitized. In fact, everybody says you say, yeah. say, I love you all the time. I love you all the time. Yes. Because, you you know, you never know when. Obviously, you know, there's been a lot lately. But um, I've read uh, studies on, on this that, you know, it kind of uh, desensitized the I love you's. And they don't, they don't mean as much because it's almost like you're just saying it out of habit. And I don't think you should say it out of habit. I should say, say it when you mean it. You know, I agree I, with say it when you mean it. But I don't think anybody on their deathbed has ever said you know, I said, yes, I, said yeah. I loved him too much. Right. Yeah. Nobody, you, you will that. never say that. Plus, Plus, who would ever say that? But but if it's a desensitized thing, it does certainly doesn't mean as much. It might not feel as good every time you say it. It does. It's nice to hear. Also, I think, and I have experience with this, mm-hmm. that if you are, um, if your love is contingent upon what's going on at the moment, and you're not going to say I love you because you don't feel it in that moment because you're arguing, mm-hmm. that's a problem. Yeah. No, yeah. I get yeah. that. Yeah. You should, I mean, I think when things aren't going well, it's more when you should really think about what you have and then make sure they know. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you have people walking on eggshells not knowing 
what's going on. You should be their safe space, safe, yeah. which is what they say in all of the relationship things we talk about is that you always know that the basis is I love you. And I'm here for you. And, and I'm, I'm, go- and I'm you. going anywhere. But yes. you kind of make them guess. That's mm-hmm. really no, bad. No, I think I'm not saying make them guess, but I think that would be even more powerful if you don't say it every single minute on habit. And all of a sudden, let's say you're going through a tough situation. The other person's going through a tough situation or even you're together going through a tough situation with your relationship. But then you say and reassure them how much I love you is very powerful. I really want to get a, a therapist. I know. Preferably Dr. Lara. I listen to her a lot. But <laughs> I would like to get a therapist on and have you explain it, your theory, Jason. Yeah. Because That's not going to go real with a therapist. <laughs> exactly That's my point. aware of you. <laughs> Maybe some of it. With that, exactly my point. And Jason, you're not. What you're, but what's interesting <laughs> is you're th- saying things that are true. What you're, what, so that's the hard part is what you're saying would work. But it's not the right way to do things. Well, I yeah. don't know. Is it not the right way? I mean, I think there could be an argument made that if you're constantly just saying the word I love you and there's no meaning, if you don't it's out of yeah. habit, I think if you, you know, really, when you say it, when you really mean it is more substance. I think that part, there's some argument about that. Well, maybe some of the other parts with never giving them flowers forever, that's a problem. <laughs> well, <I> think- <laughs> and, and not starting yeah. your relationship that way. And I will yeah. tell you this uh, off the record. Uh, well, I guess we're, we're, on. Don't say we're, we're, we're on the we're record. More, we couldn't be more on the record. You're literally on a microphone. <laughs> I, uh, we, we won't tell anybody. Can we turn it off? <laughs> we won't. It's our secret. It's just us. Yeah. <laughs> I know that you're going, Jared is going to therapist, right? Yes. Because of things you're dealing with. <laughs> it's so life, many. man. It's life. life. Katie yeah. has been to therapists many yeah, times yeah, for still. a loan. Mm-hmm. Right, couples just to keep it. Oh, just alone. But it started as postpartum, and then when you say uh, couples, because I would, but right now I'm just really selfish, and I want it to just be all about me. Yeah, you know. Have you ever went to any type of therapist, Matt? You don't have to answer a hip. I have, yes. (laughs) Hip a lot. Really? (laughs) Yeah. When I was younger, and uh, then I did couples uh, counseling before we got married. Okay, before. So I think at times couple counseling, couples counseling can be probably beneficial even if there's no issues, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I, I've been to many therapists, many of couples counseling, and they have a very a similar way. They might have different approaches, but there's a similar way, right? None of that really amounted to anything for us or for me over the years until, on a non-religious way, I talk to and I hear the pastor talk, not religiously, mm. but the way he interprets it. So there's different ways of approaching everything. You know, they one way they might say no, that love, that saying it that way is not that. That's what you shouldn't do that way. And some might say yes. So there are different approaches that are can be different for everyone. Okay, how about this? I would love to get your pastor on the air. Oh gosh, and have you explain your theory and see how that goes. Yeah, because would he? Agree oh yeah, with he's that? not going to like that. <laughs> Jason would oh, yeah. fumble his words yeah. so <laughs> much. He's not going to like that because he's like, all, I and you make me, me, and, me and, and you, you make I. But, yeah. Jason can't function around this dude. There's no way he's going to well, be able to clearly explain yet, his theory. Yesterday, you did better. I did, I did much better. Oh, yeah, we went deep. I went all out, man. I pulled out all the stops. Wow, I Jason forgets. I think I just remembered this. No, I did. I pulled it all out. All of and it. And I backed him in a corner. <laughs> oh, that's good. And I made him answer some very difficult questions. I'm not going to talk about it here, but very up there. Very difficult. Anyway, I distinctly remember being at Mexico restaurant. They used to be down the street. It's not yes. there anymore. Yeah. But just me and you. And we had the the best, deepest life and religious conversations of oh, all time. Remember? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, but I wasn't giving you advice. You just asked questions. But uh-huh. I, mean, I mean, it was like, it went. Because there's a different interpretation that I have yeah. for some reason, and it's kind of upsetting the way I think like that, but then it 
the questions are meaningful it's sometimes. It's okay to question. Yeah. Um, but I think the difference with your pastor, Jonathan, saying things in a, that's related to relationships where you kind of took it in more is that you're also not sitting in a room where you're both at counseling together like, who's right, who's wrong? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. more of a passive thing where you're like, oh, this is just good advice. You're not in a defensive posture. That's mm-hmm. true. Sometimes you go to couples counseling and it's like, Please, I hope they're agreeing with me, mm-hmm. or I don't want to be wrong. You, know? and you want to be heard. Yeah, you, you want to be heard, be heard and, and like, understood. And hoping that they will take in things and mm-hmm. they can make things better. Yeah. 100% true on that aspect. But I've also gone online a lot of times to ask questions about certain relationship things or the way I feel, and I have seen other people speak. So, you know, not, I'm not talking about the sit down with Jonathan. I'm talking about just the way he's speaking. And I've watched other people speak and say their spiel, right? But when he does it, whether it's a more relatable and personal way, it's just a huge difference. You said it that, made a big that, impact. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's, it's the biggest impact. Uh, it just unfortunately has to be with a pastor. <laughs> or fortunately. I just think you do this for a living. And I'm real hesitant to say anything here because Jason will say to me, Katie, don't. Paint me into a religious Don't corner. Don't do that. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, 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 I think Jason got mad the other day. I said, You're, I've never had lunch with a religious leader ever. Ever. Like for, you know, like I never meet with my pastor. That's I might be somebody thing. as a friend who has responsibilities at my church, but it wasn't like having lunch with a pastor. Jason had lunch with this pastor more, and I've been going to my church my whole life. <laughs> yeah. And when I said it, he was kind of like, whatever. And I'm like, no, just I'm just saying, life. 